Hey, everybody. Thanks again for joining the Let's Talk podcast. Uh, Today, I've got uh, somebody that I'm very, very happy to know. Um, Recently got to uh, get to know more about this guy. We've talked uh, before this as well a couple times. Um, A man of faith uh, like myself. And, you know, and that's kind of the uh, the reason I talk so much about faith and and what I do uh, is because it it helps me to connect with awesome people like uh, like Joey uh, Joey Perez that I have on here. So it's a it's a pretty it's a it's a very it's a big honor and a privilege to have him on here. Um, reached out to me. He reached out to me after one of my last panels that I was on, and you know we just we just kind of hit it off. Got to talking about our faith and just you know other than. Uh, us being in the technology field, you know, we found that we've got quite a bit, uh, we have quite a bit in common. So I'm, I'm very glad to have him on. Joey, thanks for, thanks for coming on and, and joining me for this episode. Um, I, I, it's great to have you, man. I love. I love it. And, you know, that's the, that's the point, uh, that's kind of one of the main reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is to give people like you and people in our industry, uh, time to, um, there will be a time we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about what you do as well professionally, but I also just want people to get to know my guests a little bit more personal. I'm a huge, uh, if anybody has seen my posts, uh, I, I talk a lot about making it personal because I think that, uh, the customers and uh, the industry in general right now just it, they they want to they want to buy from people they don't want to just get pitched products so I think uh, having you on is just a perfect timing uh, for launching this podcast so I appreciate it man um, that was my real uh, quick rundown of Joey my experience with him I honestly I could you know I could talk a little bit I could talk more about faith but we're gonna do that anyways um, so Joe why don't you just give me uh, leaving the professional aspect out, kind of give a 30,000 foot view, who you are, um, where you've gotten to where you are today. Uh, you can dive into your faith a little bit too. Um, just kind of give everybody, uh, you know, how you've gotten to where you are from growing up, hitting, you know, uh, finally hitting the adult age <laughs> and then uh, where you are now. So, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'll try not to interrupt as much as I, much as I can help, but uh, I'm really, really looking forward to, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of this already, but hopefully I, I get to learn some, some new stuff, but this is the first time the audience, some, uh, most people in the audience may have been he- hearing this. So the, uh, the stage is yours, my friend. Oh, for sure.
Love it. I've got a, I've got a 13 and an eight year old, so I'm right there with you. Agreed. what 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 was what was that life event for joey Yeah, and, and I think I think that really ties into also what you were saying with the um, with the Christian masculinity is you know especially as a father and you know we're we're not able to quite lead our families down that road if if we don't first acknowledge the the brokenness that we have ourselves because you know how can I lead my family if I'm not working on myself and not making not making my I, my relationship with my family with my wife with my two daughters it can't be 
it can't be strong until my relationship with our father is strong. So, you know, I, I, I get where you're going with that one. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Yep. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to uh, just pause for just one second and talk actually about something you said specifically. Um, the humiliation side, uh, you know, and, and I can uh, I'll give an example for myself personally. And, and, and this was just recently, you know, 2021, um, you know, after COVID, you know, things, you know, I, where, where I think most of the world has kind of felt broken, you know, around that time. And, and, and I think that uh, at least personally, God, God uses your situations to, to teach you lessons and, and, a lot of people use the excuse to not follow him as, you know, why does, why does God allow these bad things to happen? You know, why, why did this, why did this have, have to happen to me? And, and I think the, 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 the role that at least I, I'm trying to play for my family and for those around me is God doesn't, God doesn't let these, let these events happen to you to humiliate you. Um, and, and he doesn't, it's, it's not actually him doing it, but 
I, I am a, I'm a staunch believer that God will take these these moments of humility and these moments where we could where we should be humbling ourselves to to uh, to sharpen you know to sharpen our 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 Christianity and to make us stronger. Uh, for example, you know, in 2021, I I suffered from two uh, acute uh, cardiac episodes, and you know, pretty much as close to a heart attack as you could get it, and it was mainly uh, stress, anxiety, me not being me not being willing to to hand that over to God. So I, I think that it, as a Christian, and especially as a male, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to the male aspect of it because I, I'm a I'm also a staunch believer that the that the Christian household does need to be led by the father of the household, and um, I, I think that God used those moments to finally show me, uh, you know, in, in this moment, I'm you're going to be humiliated. You, you know, I I was uh, held up in a hospital both times for a, a couple days with you know every machine attached to me and. Uh, Using that moment for God to finally say, listen, you weren't willing before, but you, you've suffered two of these horrible incidents on your heart. Are, are you going to finally completely give in and, and let go? And and, and so I, I think that uh, it, it, speaking to the humility aspect, is it's, it's a huge, huge opportunity for growth. And if you're um, not coming at those uh, those situations with kind of that mentality of, you know, this isn't. God didn't do this to me, but God's going to learn something for me through it. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it just I uh, wanted to touch on that real quick because I think it's a great I think that's a great point, um, <clears throat> especially the 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 aspect in which we 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 view those circumstances coming from the the, the faith that we have. Mm-hmm. So you know it, it gives us a, a little bit of a different perspective on the on the crap that happens to us. So continue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if anything, there's a um, uh, recently a, a pastor that I love dearly. His name's Vodi Bakum. He went through a heart surgery, and it's interesting because, like, in God's sovereignty, we when something good happens, we'll say, "Oh, you know, praise God for His providence because you know, you made it out of that." In his case, mm-hmm. it was like a heart surgery that, um, you know, it was could t- could have taken his life. Man, it was a very emergency type situation, and um, it's true. Yeah, God's providence permitted for him to be able to make it through, but it would also be God's providence if he didn't make it through. And so at times we'll, we'll take it as if it's, it's only the good. And this is also part of the humility and trusting him and his time and his process. At times, those things are made for us. Uh, there's an old, uh, man, I'll see if I can send it to you. I don't know if it's something that you, you'll throw in post, but it's like a, um, like, it's like a meme almost. And it's like, you know, uh, I asked for this and God said no. So like in the context of the whole meme, it says something like, I asked for God to heal my my physical ailment. And he said, no, because your spirit is whole. And so that would be more important to him is like getting to the, the heart of the matter that although maybe in this case, something physically is an ailment and it's a disability, it's grown my spirit. So like even in my own like heartbreak of life, right, the trauma I've been through, Having, I'm, I'm gonna be just straight up. So I, I came to faith near the end of my marriage, and uh, God is good enough to save my marriage. He's also good and worthy if He doesn't save that marriage, and it can be hard. I, I think at first, especially in the beginning, with a lack of maturity, to look at that and say, why? Why would I serve a God who doesn't save my marriage? And it's like, mm-hmm. if if that's why you're if that's why you're pursuing Him, you're already pursuing Him for selfish gain anyway, which is exactly. pride. Exactly. Exactly, and, and it kind of also built. You know, I, I have this uh, 
maybe this is a horrible terminology, but I like to use the term lazy Christians. It's, it's a church. It's the church and the faith that just sits there and expects God to take care of everything where I believe that God is going to help those that also help themselves. You know, why, why should God take care of all of this for me? If I'm not at least trying 100% of what I, what my effort is to try to fix the situation, you know, trying mm-hmm. to be proactive. And I think that a lot of people kind of just nowadays, especially just expect God to, you know, he's going to handle everything. And, and if, and, and if this doesn't happen, then it just wasn't for God, but they also don't attribute to, well, this also didn't happen because I didn't put forth any effort to try to make it happen. So what, yeah. God can't bless my work if there's no work that I put into it. That right there, that's that needs to put out on a shirt, dude. That's good, and that, that's, that's like it's context. Context is always king about this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, if if I'm if to your point, if I'm thirsty, right, and I have the the abilities, the faculties to drink, then why wouldn't I drink? Right to your point, if if he's if we know that we're supposed to work, if there's a term called antinomianism, which has to deal with being so like to your point of being a lazy Christian. If God wants it to happen, He'll do it. And that's, it, it's, it's not the point that he needs you to do it. That's yeah. not the point. If anything, I would recognize that being redeemed, he is allowing me to partake in someone else's redemption. Not that I'm responsible for it, but by evangelizing, for instance, and sharing the gospel and its clarity. If someone comes to Christ through that, that presentation of the gospel, I am not per- responsible. I'm not even per se, I am not responsible for their conversion. It is a heart issue, which would be a baptism of the Holy Spirit that has done that. However, however, I was used as a means to be a part of that person's redemption story. It is he who redeems. But what a grace that is to see people who once were lost be found and to know that you were one of those as well. And again, it requires this level of it's funny because whether you get a hard swing on like a turn and burn or people who are like hardcore lazy, like all I had to do is say a prayer once and walk down an aisle and there's no evidence of my life of, of like, you know, saving faith. Mm-hmm. I both need grace. The lost need grace. Everyone is by it's, it's, it's um, a championed message that sometimes we forget and become self-righteous about as if we've earned our ability to see things clearly. Yeah. And um, you know, I had, I have a good friend that's actually here on LinkedIn. Um, my name, Matt who recently said something that stuck with me. He said, um, you know, something to the effect of like, why is it that we focus more on why the dark is dark instead of not asking why isn't the light more bright? Yes. And that's like, man, like if you're, if you're lost, then of course there's things that there's things that shouldn't not to say they aren't offensive in nature, but I don't need to be offended for you or for God. I can recognize that it's, it's a, it's a uh, condition of the sinful nature of man. And out of compassion, because I know someone who can redeem them, present them and then allow them and the Holy Spirit to like this, is the Holy Spirit's job. I'm not Holy Spirit junior, bro. So I don't, it's not my job to, to convert somebody, which has been a beautiful blessing in being a sales guy I, that is developed into being a consultant now. So I don't, I'm not in the direct sales world anymore, but boy, all of that time I spent understanding how to overcome objections and reason with people and handle rejection has now turned into now I don't have to take it personal if somebody yeah. doesn't accept Christ when I present the gospel. It's like I only have to pitch. I only have to present. And if I can be clear about what it is and who it is that I'm presenting and pointing back to with biblical basis, doctrine that that informs me, then it's not a sentiment. I'm not telling you about having experience and wait for goosebumps. I can like there's things that are clear despite our 
subjective opinions about what truth is. There's such a thing as absolute truth. And yes. so that gives us a basis to kind of reason from, right? If absolute truth exists, despite our beliefs, okay? Like we could put that aside for just a moment. If absolute truth exists, I have a completely different ideology than maybe you do, but at the end of life, do we both die? If we both die, then things are true, whether we believe it or not. Like it's just what's gonna happen. Amen, brother. <laughs> you know, so. I love that. You know, and what a good, what a great segue, especially you, you talking about your professional life. And I think it's what a great cohesiveness between, you know, starting off, you know, as a salesperson, I know now that you're more in the consulting, you're not doing it as much, but the, the, that, that industry and that, and that job is, you know, it's, it's about the connection and, and what a better way to take, you know, your Christian faith, which is about that connection. And like you were, you know, like you're saying, evangelizing and, and being able to communicate. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we are just the mustard seed, but sometimes God needs us to also be the voice that, that, that more than the mustard seed, he needs us to be the, he needs us to be the rain that helps it grow, that helps it grow. He needs us to be the sunshine coming down on it. So uh, talking you know, more about the professional aspect, how, how has, and, and this, I'll, you know, use this moment as well to, you know, talk about, talk about what you're doing now, talk about the company you're with, because I do know that your faith ties a lot in with where you're at right now. And yeah. uh, it, it, Derek, right. Is that, that, is yeah. that your, yeah, yeah. Derek. So you know, maybe talk about him and talk about how that, um, that connection formed, because I know that this it's, it's also very heavily rooted in your guys's faith. So let's use that also now as a segue to, to, you know, to, to pivot and show the correlation between, you know, this isn't just, this isn't just uh, faith-based, but faith-based can 100% successfully intertwine and work hand in hand with our professional lives. And I think mm -hmm. that um, for those of us that do uh, embrace our faith a little bit more, I think that it takes that professional aspect just through the roof and to just to a, to a level to a level that is just unknown with a lot of people in our industry right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And this, I think it's a timidness to be uh, blunt and bold, right? Paul said, I'm unashamed of the gospel. He could have said, I'm confident, right? He could have said, he could have said, I have assurance in the gospel because it's the power of God into salvation. But I think the reason he chose the word unashamed is because there is a propensity to be shameful mm -hmm. about it. And so that's why he said that word specifically. So to the context of Derek and where I work. So I work for a company called Vocal Point Consulting. Um, we are independent uh, technology brokers. We focus on the procurement side of the technology. So a headhunter for as a services. If it's cloud-based, it's security, VoIP, anything in the cloud realm, right? Data storage, co-location, any, any of that, I deal with it. But my focus is not to be the technology expert. My focus is to help understand the process behind why we're looking for that technology, what we currently have that we can utilize better through like technology audits, and then really bridge the gap between what they're currently doing, what the future state of that's going to be on the on their tech stack side, and then help them figure out a better way to shop. And I say this confidently as a direct sales guy over a decade or so, an experienced marketing professional. Um, there's, I don't have an angst against direct sales people as much as I realize you are so focused with the flagship that you can bring in, the product, or yes. the, the, the suite of services that are limited to your brand, that it ends up being tied to KPIs that are quota-driven, and then you can lose sight. Not all, I'm not speaking to all, but most yeah. fall under this kind of propensity I to- think that that's a fair assumption. Yeah, man. So, so being a technology consultant as an advisor, I, I can take a step back from having commission breath because I, I don't work off that. 
Like Derek is a godsend. Okay. He is a brother in the Lord. I met him through the church I was attending. He's uh, still the leader to my men's group today. Actually, we're in the process of going through an apologetic study. We've gone through Revelation, Acts. We've gone through so many different books together. And so to be in constant fellowship with a brother in the Lord through work, to pray before our work days or meetings, to constantly be reminded that even if this doesn't end in a deal, the most important part of our interaction is that we treat them like the imago Dei, the image bearer of God that they are, allows us to really, with, with candor, be sometimes blunt in ways that people may not like at first, but appreciate after. And so like an example of that would be if in the context of doing an audit or our consulting, we find that there's a change management problem and it happens to be your, your cousin, Billy, who you've, who you've hired. <laughs> I know you love him, but brother, that's actually the choke point in the process. And so while it's, it, it could, technology could improve it, the problem is a change management issue. It has nothing to do with us. So we can point you to another, you know, another provider that can help you out in that way help with the people side of the process. But those conversations are like, really like they come to Jesus moments. We're like, it's more important for us as a company to not try to close a deal for the sake of closing a deal or presenting a technology stack. If it's a people problem, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that I, I, I love about working with vocal point. And so in the process over the last couple of years, as you know, the podcasts have been more of a thing and it's it's wonderful to step into the digital realm instead of having to be stuck either on the phones, banging them or swinging doors and the yeah. direct sales kind of vibe. Um, what also has also limited is over time has been networking, which has been funny because different events that have been like yearly events. Now you get the chance, at least over the COVID era, we're able to choose whether or not you really wanted to go to those or not. So exactly. they kind of prove yeah. they, yeah. they, I mean, specifically, you know, we, we've done the same exact thing. You know, it used to be we try to go to like four to six events a year. Now it's, you know, one to two, maybe because the, the 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 advent of just being able to just so easily be able to connect with people online, especially through LinkedIn. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. I, I, I uh, X is kind of starting formerly Twitter is starting to become that for me. But LinkedIn has just been huge for us to grow organically get our message out there it's it's enabled us to to you know to to kind of have a base audience especially you know getting this podcast underway so it's it's it it's allowed us the flexibility to grow um without having to spend so much in and and to be able to to flex our you know creative muscles yeah and which brother that's kind of that's the game now like creative is the marketing and it's it's, it's funny because it does require authenticity, which you hear all the time. Two words that I think are abused, but misunderstood. Authenticity and value. Yeah. What is authenticity? What does it mean to be authentic and show your brand, so to speak, let your hair down? What's the other side of you actually providing value? And so what long form podcasts allow us to do, even the shorter bite-sized ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a podcast we started called Cloud Sherpa, and it's cloud, tech, cloud and tech from a biblical worldview. It's not that everything is beaten up with with like, uh, you know, Bible verses there through it. It's a matter of recognizing when we're looking at an AI product, we're going to take a, an approach to recognize, hey, what's like the moral value of this? And also, is it even integrally honest? For instance, if it's scrubbing the internet for data, that's great. And you should leverage tools that'll help you, right? Uh, because of the leverage there's, aspect there's, of it in there's general. There's no greater book to help you be as successful as a business person than, than this, than the Bible. I, I, yeah, I, amen. I, I truly believe that it is a, how to be a decent human for dummies. <laughs> yeah. Amen. This is where like, I, 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 I can't um, disagree with 
just the, the, the amount of alignment that you'll get from reading it. People who are not saved who read it still benefit from it. Mm-hmm. The difference is when it becomes from head knowledge to like a heart faith. Exactly. And that's why I think, you know, like even Christ, when he, the, 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 the command is not to, to repent and, uh, and think about it. It's repent and believe is what it says. And like that, yeah. that belief should be informed. You should. So it's not blind faith. And I think people who are outside of the faith sometimes will think that. But the point is, is, is if it's, if one of the commands is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, your mind is an important part of that. You, your heart is even informed by what you think, right? Oh, yeah. And so at times, if my heart is deceived because I am lusting after something, what my mind has informed itself of through diligent study by taking time to commune and spend time with, it now changes the fact that like, um, here's a maybe silly example that came to mind as a dad, right? When my, when my daughters are little and they're wanting to jump into the pool, even if they've never experienced what it feels like to, to have the fear of drowning, Mm-hmm. instinctively they know that they're going to drown. There's a lot of water <laughs> and I know I can't breathe under that, but dad's in there telling me jump in. So they have to, they have to confront the fear with what the, re- what the truth is. So like, maybe this is a, a silly segue to, to play on this, but like this, there's a difference between the, the like facts and truth, right? They both can be the same, but that does, that's not like the fact is I'm ill, but the truth is I'm healed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm healed. I'm healed spiritually. There's things that are whole in me. So like back to the other example earlier about, uh, you know, you might allow those things to happen to you. And the thing is, too, we'll, we'll know that God is good or for, uh, we'll know that he's sovereign, but forget that he's good. Uh, there was a pastor that once said, like, uh, at times we look at God as a good dad because he's good. That when we see a puddle, like a like a muddy puddle, like he's like, you know, holding us by the hand and he picks us up. Right. Like, you know, you pick up your little babies. Right. When you go come over those. Uh, those puddles. And then he's like, sometimes the Lord might just hold your hand. Like he might pull you down so that you get dragged through it. And two things you learn from that one, he's not going to let you go. He doesn't let you go through that puddle. And two, maybe the purpose of that was so that your immune system would grow. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. And so here, I, and, I, and, I and piggy, piggybacks on what we were talking about earlier is, you know, God, God, I don't think God wants to protect us from everything because we we learn from those moments that we are getting drugged through the mud and we could yeah. we learn we all right this is what happened to me when when this when you know when A happened and but I reacted like B C D and E I need to when A happens I need to act like A and there's a certain way that I need to go about it next time so you know I think it's all part of that learning process and also to you know talk about that uh that 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 aspect of you know the the example you use about your kids you know jumping into the pool i think it also ties back into the, the what you said about you know being unashamed you know your kids your kids trust that dad is going to he's going to have me so i'm just going to i'm going to jump into this and i mm-hmm. and i think that kind of you know using myself as as an example that i have had a fear of public speaking for the longest time but i knew that <laughs> If I approached public speaking, how I do my Christianity, and then I incorporate those two, being unashamed, I know that my father's going to, he, he's going to grab me and he's going to help me learn from it. So I, I think, you know, that's one thing about, <laughs> one thing I love about being a Christian is, you know, I, now that I, I, I have uh, the, the, the heaven mentality and, and I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I see everything, everything just connects to me. So, you know, I see uh, this is happening all the way over here in the distance, but man, that sure reminds me about when this happened. 
And yeah. then, oh, wait, this ha- this reminds me actually of when this happened. And, and yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, just a, that, and it also ties back, you know, I think it ties so well into business is just it having that interconnection. It, it helps, it helps, it helps you from a pref- professional level, just really break down everything that you're doing, see it from all aspects, think of it maybe, you know, a little bit more critically. And when we're able to take that unashamed mentality and, and really transition it perfectly, or maybe not perfectly, but pretty well into the professional life, I, I it opens up this whole new, this whole new aspect of, of who we are in a professional mm-hmm. landscape. I, I just, I love the message that comes from that is, you know, fully trusting God and allowing, you know, I, I, I uh, make the point to a lot of times, you know, people like to complain, oh, I'm not a good writer. I'm not, not great at writing, but you're not going to know and you're not going to learn how to become a writer if you don't put pen to paper and yeah. just start writing. You're not going to know how to succeed if you don't start trying. And yeah, you, you may, you may fail a lot, but that's okay because to, to also use a, you know, example after example, after example, Edison, how many times did he make the light bulb to fail to finally learn how to yeah. actually make the light bulb? You have to yeah. you have to fail in order to succeed, and you know you're not going to be you're not going to have that post that goes viral instantly. It may take yeah. several hundred posts of you know just getting your message out there, and it's 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 having the industry and your target audience really understand who you are, both personally, professionally. I I, I think that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah. You know, to that point of uh, authenticity, right? What let's say let's say someone listening right now being you don't you don't believe you don't you don't believe in what we okay you have to be willing to suck to get good at it mm-hmm. that's just like failure is not because failure is not an option that's so big headed like failure is a prerequisite that's part yes. of the deal bro like you got you got to be ready for that no matter what oh, yeah and it, so the I, idea and I look at past things that I've done and I'm just like oh. <laughs> oh, that's, cringe. that's cringeworthy. I mean, I, yeah, I, right. understand, I understand my, my mentality back then and I was really trying, but oh my gosh, that's bad. Like, can I just unlist it? I just want to, yeah. <laughs> I want to delete it. Yes. But you have to, right? If it, And here's, I'll, I love this too, because where you say that, you know, you had a fear of public speaking. So one, I wouldn't have guessed that, which is, it's funny, right? That that would be something that might've been a fear before is not something that a little bit more second nature, at least perceivably, even if you, you know, got mom spaghetti, knees weak, arms are heavy before you get on stage, bro. Um, but on the, on the other side of it, like I can tell you speaking for myself, I was very like polished content. And a brother actually is the one who had made tense. He's another Christian that I interviewed early. He was like, dude, I, first of all, by doing live streams, I, and which this in itself, while not, it doesn't have to be live as much as it's a real conversation. It's not scripted out, you know? Yes. It's like, dude, me scratching my nose, right? The kids rolling up like that automatically builds a bond with the audience. So even mm-hmm. I crank out content way faster than you, okay? And I also bond with them at a level that is not as like curated. And exactly. so I really meditated on that. And for me, I was deathly afraid. I'm good at, but like, it was weird. Public speaking, I was good at, but I'm like, the internet lives forever. What if I say something stupid on the live stream? Yes. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna say something stupid, this is literally how I started, bro, with like getting good with video content wasn't from learning how to edit. That was part of what I was doing. But what made me get really good at it was just reading my Bible online. I was like, dude, if I'm a, if I'm a land on my face, I'm gonna do it reading God's word. So at least I'm doing something productive. That's for the faith. And if somebody can benefit, yeah, praise God. And fast forward, what's it's funny because like, it's not that these other tools become, you know, uh, obsolete. 
if any, they just they add, they add to the benefit of knowing how to how to present. Right now, now I am practicing on a regular basis um, skills that translate beyond what I'm doing. And so, whether or not you're a believer, what you believe is what we talk about in uh, and showing that on camera. That's what the authentic side of it is. So, in yes, my case, it, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was gonna no. say, but dude, being be, being like an American. I, dude, I, I love my country. So it's, it's nothing. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, bro. Under these, under this flag is a good, big old Puerto Rican flag. Like I'm, that's me. Okay, it's part of me. The coffee stuff, it's part of me. I, 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 my faith, part of me, bro. So it's it's by default. Of course, some people are not gonna vibe, but the reality is, is like, uh, what is it, man? If if if, if and I think this is even biblical, isn't it? Like, um, if if the world considers you a friend, everybody considers you a friend. You serve no one. Yeah. So, so just don't, don't fall into the trap of think, thinking that by, by professing your faith, if anything, dude, now more than ever, if we're going to be inclusive, bro, include me. Okay. Include me too. Right. Yeah. It's not like just, so like, you know, be bold, be bold. So yeah. I, I love that. You know, I think that's a, that's a great, that's a great, you know, fi final point to kind of to hammer in is the fact that you're not, uh, especially us, you know, being uh, talking more from the Christian aspect of things is we are not going to be everyone's favorite message. There are going to be plenty of people that that will specifically not agree with you just because they know that you're Christian. And I, I couldn't agree with you more on the inclusion aspect of it is if all of these other things are going to get included, then I believe that as Christians, I should also, and my point of view should be included because I, you know, I talking from the Christian faith is you no, know, I I'm, I'm trying to include love and I'm trying to, 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 to preach not only through my personal message, but through my professional message that um, love needs to come from the Lord and Amen. it's going to come through me to my audience so it, at least know that my mind is in the right spot and make, make a little bit more room for me too, because I, I think that at least for myself and, and the way I, I view your message as well is that that comes from a 100% just sincere heart. You truly just want people to succeed you, but, but we also, you know, we want people to succeed because of him, you know, so it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's that. It, and it, and it, you know, kind of piggybacking as well uh, on what we were talking just prior to that was, if you wait to ship a perfect product, it's too late. So it's okay yeah. to it's okay to to put some flawed content out there because the flawed the flawed aspect of the human nature is what makes us human. And I think that's I think it's very vital and important to to showcase that to everybody. Um, yes, yeah. especially is. Especially if we are trying to do it from a faith-based mindset, because absolutely. we are absolutely, even the ones that don't believe in God, we are all 100% sinners saved mm -hmm. by grace. He chose to die on the cross for us. He chose to come. He chose to, he chose to go to the, the deepest, darkest, most horrible place imaginable, kick down the gates of death specifically. <clears throat> had a little uh, hiccup there specifically so we could succeed. So use your platform as much as you can. It's okay to 
It's okay to not be everybody's favorite person. As long as you're being a good person, giving a sincere message and, you know, just, just loving other people. I, I think that that's just, I think that's, that's, that, that's, that's what I was hoping that at least I hope people get out of this podcast today. Um, I, I did want to gloat on you too, a little bit, man. Um, I, I think that what you're doing is working. Um, I, I, I can't see uh, specifically uh, just talking about Intellisys. I can't see an Intellisys video post without seeing your face on it, without seeing <laughs> words from you. And so when I see that, I'm like, yes, they are giving, they are giving my brother a a a platform to to really practice what he preaches. So at being you know on the outside looking and thank you for what you do. Thank you for for being so. Um, convicted to do it as well and to not be as paul said to to be unashamed so thank you for not being ashamed of the gospel and to uh use it both in your personal and so much in your professional life um i i i was really hoping that this is the direction that we would take today and that we would talk for a very long time which we did um and so <laughs> if you're watching this uh, i i i hope that uh even if you even if you're not faith-based, I, I hope that you did learn a little bit about um, why we do what we do, why we approach it from the aspect that we do. So, Joey, thank you so much for coming on. Um, real quick, where can where can anybody that's watching where can they find you? Uh, I'll put your LinkedIn obviously in the show notes, but are there any other platforms that you may be on? Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Um, those, those were very kind words, man, um, and uh, I'm I'm grateful. But the, the glory is God's, brother. To find me, you can, uh, if you type in Joey Muggs Perez, you'll find me. Joey Muggs Perez is a little bit more my my LinkedIn profile, which okay. I, I live on for sure. So if you ever want to get in contact with me, it's an easy way to slide in my DMs through there. I recently did just kick off a um, an X account. I have Instagram as well, Facebook. Those are other platforms. You'll find me under Joey Muggs. I'll put those um, in the show YouTube. notes. Joey will send them to me. Uh, and I and yeah. also want to link your guys' podcast as well on there. So uh, oh, man, thank, I thank make you, sure brother. that everybody... That wants to hear more of what you have to say has has every uh, has every avenue to do so. Yeah, praise God, I'm I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. So I'll I'll, be, I'll shoot that over to you right after this. I love it, man. And uh, so everybody, thanks for tuning in, Joey. Thank you so much again for being a guest on here. Uh, it's truly wonderful having you on here. I count you as a brother. Um, really excited to uh, to see you again in person and just to continue talking with you, man. I, I love you, and I'm I'm glad you're part of my life. Yeah, man. I love you too, brother. Grace to you. I'm grateful. All right, man. Hey, you have a great day. Thank you for joining. Me too. Be great.